Hey! 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 Yeah! <laughs> Good to see you. It's good to see you too, isn't it? Good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you here in this saloon. Yeehaw. You might you might just hear a like a, a faint a faint organ in the background. A little little, little uh, kind of kind of ragtime. Little honky tonk. Yeah, a little plonkety plonk organ in the background. Yeah. And uh, and and people getting up from tables and yeah. stuff. Oh, and oh, watch out! Oh, oh. oh, there goes a bottle oh. flying past your head. Uh, there, there goes, there goes the, the, the bloody bandit. The bloody bandit? Oh, yeah, he's, oh, he's known man. around these parts for being an absolute bastard. <laughs> he's an absolute, he's a piece of shit. Hey, what are you talking about? That's <laughs> just Australian. <laughs> oh, you bloody boys. Oh, you bloody boys. Why do you think they call me the bloody bandit? Because yeah. uh, I'm oh, so bloody so much because I'm Australian lad. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bloody bandit. Oh, my bloody good old Australian lad, bloody good old boy. Be on, be on your way, please. We're going to record a podcast. Oh, yes. On, which... on your way. In this, we're going to, in the back room of the saloon. Yeah. While everyone else is playing cards. <laughs> We're going to be recording this podcast. So close the door after you so the sound effect stops, please. Thanks. There we go. (laughs) I wonder if I can find some saloon sound effects. I'm editing this week. Oh, you are, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, you just download it off YouTube. I'm sure there'll be some some, some saloon ambience. Yeah. (laughs) Saloon ambience. You can get tavern ambience for D&D games. I'm sure you can get the saloon ambience. Yeah, yeah. The thing is... I, I wouldn't even know where to go to download it from YouTube, so I'll probably just set my microphone up <laughs> next, next to, to a, the speakers. To highly compressed, yeah, terrible sounding <laughs> saloon ambience. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> so it's just does in this seemingly <laughs> very, very big crushed. Yeah, saloon. it's just us sat next to a radio that's broadcasting a saloon. <laughs> well, it, it is. That's what it is. I know Shanghai Nights far better. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why anyone. Why, just it feel, feels like that that movie was on way more often yeah. than Shanghai Noon. Oh yeah. Despite re- it's set in England, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, I. It's hard to say like what the difference is, but like Shanghai Noon, it's so strange. It's it's way more like character driven yeah like it's it's I don't mean like it's it's serious in any yeah, way yeah. I just mean it's kind of like we have to establish no I, I, th- I think Shanghai Noon was like it's like the dark night of of uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson cowboy movies yeah you know what I mean yeah like it's it's definitely that. I mean I, I can think of one other movie apart from Shanghai Nights that is a Owen Wilson cowboy movie uh, which is Night at the Museum that too <laughs> That too, I was thinking of the Royal Tenenbaums, which isn't a cowboy movie. He's dressed as a cowboy for the entirety of that movie. You think he just likes dressing as a cowboy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the, the thing is, though, I reckon Owen Wilson would have been dead in five minutes in the West. <laughs> he would have missed his sofas. <laughs> missed his sofas and his guitar. Yeah, missed his sofas and his guitar. Uh, if you're not from the UK. That's a joke about the fact that Owen Wilson. I reckon those adverts are in the US as you well. You reckon so? Yeah, yeah. Right. Speaking of which, yeah. right. Me and Liam were watching TV the other day, and we yeah. saw this advert for a sofa. Mm-hmm. 
And not until about like the fourth minute of this advert did we realise this advert was going on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> this advert described the technology using like used in the um, it wasn't a sofa, it was a bed. Were you watching YouTube? No. No, this was on TV. What? Yeah. This advert went on for a solid five, six minutes. My God. And it was describing the technology used in the bed. I think it did that twice. It was it was like we watched the same advert twice, but it was just like, we did that Rick and Morty thing of like, oh my God, it's still the commercial. Like, yeah, it's still yeah. going, what? This is still going. Yeah, I was just like, just just summarise the, the bed. Yeah. And then just going real into depth about this this fucking bedding, like, it's got like <laughs> magical springs in it, which, which keep your back Cause, all right. Because I've had adverts like that. Yeah. But they're all like, I mean, specifically mm. about safety loading grip tape. <laughs> yes, it felt kind of like that. Right. It felt like it's made out of this thick material, so it doesn't wear away when you need to uh, create a, a a border yeah. for your loading ramp onto the <laughs> on, on on this transit material. It right? felt like an advert that had escaped teleshopping. Yeah. The, the, the shopping channel. It, it felt like an advert that just got out. Got, <laughs> I'm, out I'm out, guys! <laughs> I'm going to be famous! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make it in between a movie! <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It, like, uh, that happens on YouTube because... Yeah. At some point, YouTube kind of charges... Well, after the skip button, yeah. it charges the same amount for an impression. Yeah. Um, or, or, or more so, like it, it charges for like the impression that they give you. Yeah. Um, so if you watch the rest of that video, right, doesn't matter. So that's why people. That's why people end up getting like four-hour yeah League, League of Legends streams. I I've I've noticed this when mainly when I can't be bothered to get out of bed to yeah. press the skip button <laughs> part way through. This is like half the way through a video. Halfway through, like a half an hour essay or whatever, I'd just be sort of laid in bed, sort of listening, and then suddenly, just like this music comes on, I'm like, okay, this will be on, this will be off in about 30 seconds. It's fine, it's fine. It's still going on. <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 minutes. It, it goes into it. Like, I've, I've seen podcasts <laughs> in the ads between videos. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah, like I, like I say, four-hour League of Legends streams is not um, not un- unheard of. It's insane. Um, but like, It's not an advert. But my favourite ones definitely are the ones that are like... And here at, uh, here at Dixon's, yeah. uh, you know, Dixon's Grip Tape Limited, yeah. we make sure that your, your, your employee safety is that your, your loading and unloading uh, employee safety is uh, our highest priority. And then what a we detailed description of how to use the yeah. product. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, just fucking get your foot in the door. <laughs> they, they will learn how to use the product. Yeah. Just say what it's for. <laughs> fucking hell. But you find yourself rooting for them. Yeah. You know, because no, they are, because you've just gone from a, like a, from a, like a McDonald's advert. Yeah. And then it's just, just slick as all you like. Yeah, yeah. And then you've gone through a, a like, um, a DFS, which is just, you know, cheap and easy. Yeah. And then you might have gone through a building society and uh, maybe you've gone through a Tesco. 
mm. uh, offers board yeah, of yeah. stuff like we've got offers on prawns for the next 13 days on, during barbecue season yeah um, and then like and then you're like uh, so here it <laughs> it is the little <laughs> advert that could isn't it it's, yeah it's like <laughs> so, you're, you're rooting for like like I said me and Liam were just watching it just like fascinated like yeah. I can't believe how long this advert's gone on for. <laughs> so they here must have at spent Nichols so much plastic coloration. <laughs> we use this specially designed formula to, <laughs> to put in to put in the paint, which like, and then it will describe how to paint a door. Yeah, like it will demonstrate yeah, to you yeah. how to paint a door using this special paint you know with a special brush. You know, it's not made to measure for the ad break when you um, when they start telling you what not to do. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just make sure you stand back during this <laughs> process. It's like, God, how much have they spent? advertising something that will people just won't care about <laughs> at the end of the day well my my theory with that one if it's in between like a break of a movie yeah is that some that person mm. that the person who owns that business loves that movie so much <laughs> yeah like anyone who loves this movie as much as I do yeah needs to see my products yeah I, I reckon like it's cheap the space between movies on Sky Movies sure. right because movie finishes people go off yeah. until the next movie comes yeah, out yeah. if they're watching a movie like that's the thing because Sky Movie doesn't have adverts in between yeah. like bits of the movie it's just yeah. the movie and then adverts at the end so it's like that bit must be so cheap yeah. for air because yeah, it's yeah. like no one's watching that mm-hmm. that grey area of film they, they might they might catch it if they're put a film on and it's just starting that's well, this is it and if you record it on like a Sky Plus box or whatever it is yeah. and you it will include the ad break but they're fast forwarding through it so yeah. they're never going to yeah. see it exactly they're exactly. just like play and it's like oh it's the adverts <laughs> I mean with this advert you fast forward it's like it's still on <laughs> but yeah uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> how do we get onto that I don't know you said you were watching TV with Liam yeah I'm sure there was a link there. I, I'll find out when I edit it. It's yeah. Fine. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, Sophology. Sophology. Owen was, Wilson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Um, Welcome to the Life's a Bitch podcast, where we just try and try and figure out the segues that we just did. We're trying, trying to remember what we literally said. Yeah. During the podcast. Just, Less just, than ten. Just to recap yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> fucking hell uh, uh, are there any like actors that you think it's an absolute uh, like travesty that they weren't around during the western like the spaghetti western era of Hollywood um, Jason Momoa sure yeah uh, again he, I don't think he's ever done a western though he's done probably not no haven't done that many films. Kind, I think he did like a series that was like in the frontier, so like the sort of Revenant Western okay. kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, although I think that was a sci-fi show, or I might be getting confused with another show that he was in. Um, Aquaman. Yeah. What? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, I am getting confused between the the Western show he was in and Aquaman. That's fair. Um, uh. I'm trying to think of other actors, really. 
But... Uh, my, my my constant dilemma, Tom. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you, <laughs> probably, probably it's a name and actor. Name, name not, any not actor. only that, but someone who I've, I've never thought of this question yeah, before. So yeah. I'm just sort of like, who would have been good in like the Western era? Well, um, Russell Crowe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that, that kind of squinty face. But not Russell Crowe from, like, Gladiator. Yeah. Russell Crowe from, like, the nice guys. From, like, yeah, from now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm Russell Crowe. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Russell Crowe that's seen and done He's it He's been through the wars, yeah. 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 <laughs> By which I mean Les Mis. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman would, yeah. yeah. Hugh, Hugh Jackman would have been a, would have a lock for uh, for a Western, right? Yeah, he's, he's been in a few Western. He was in an Australian Western called Australia. Um, that's kind of like a... I don't think it's a Western, actually. I think it's set during a war. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one. I feel like Sam Neill... Sam Neill. That's yeah. his job anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> he's just in Western. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman, Sam Neill... Again, uh, I'm up for Wilder People. Like, yeah. He's so good in that. He, he basically plays a cowboy. Um, yeah. Just a concerned dad sort of cowboy. <laughs> you know? That is kind of a Western movie, isn't it? If you think about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. There's a big showdown at the yeah, end. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hunting in the wilderness. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway. Okay. I think would be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, in, in the old Westerns. Yes, yeah. I don't think she's ever been in a Western no, but she does have the the the, the kind of like um, I'm making do sort of vibe to her. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, no matter what. Like yeah. I don't mean Anne Hathaway as an actor is making do. Yeah. Just when she plays her characters, you're like, yeah, I can see you've probably had a tough day so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad, bad day, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I do wonder if during her prep in a trailer, she's like, okay, so what have my character been doing so far today? <laughs> Right, she's been stood by the side of the road. Yeah. Bus has come in. Oh no, it's the puddle. Oh, yeah, in a puddle yeah. constantly. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, I think it was just missed out on the Western era. Just missed out. Just, just, just only by just about forty years. Oh yeah, years. But- <laughs> by about forty years. We'll be saying this in forty years about who missed out on the superhero era. <laughs> I mean, who did? Yeah, miss out on the superhero era. I don't. It's not the question I want to ask. Today, it's, it's, it's a reverse question. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? It's like, like uh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> so I don't think Clint Eastwood would have been good in a, in a superhero movie. Uh, Robert Redford. Yes, oh, no. he's in a superhero movie. Fuck, he's um, in Winter Soldier. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Zorro. Uh, no. I was going to say Javier Bardem, but that's yeah. that's not right. He's missed out on the. Uh, I suppose so, yeah. Uh, on the spaghetti western era. Um, I'm been right good in a spaghetti western. What's his fucking name? Antonio Banderas. Antonio, yeah, Antonio yeah. Banderas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, that like that. Yeah. He yeah. he completely just missed out on the superhero era. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He missed out on the superhero and the western era. He's he's the he's the, the guy the that squeezed, missed out on both. The squeezed middle. Yeah, he, he was in what was it? Once upon a time in Mexico mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and yeah. Zorro. None of which they're, they're a blend of both, yeah, and not quite as good as either. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, um, yeah. He missed out on both superhero and western era. Uh, I was gonna say Angelina Jolie, but she managed it in the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, okay, by yeah. all 
you're right, she should have. Yeah. <laughs> Missed out on the superhero genre. But she made it in there, right? Just yeah. hat under the door, Indiana Jones style, you know? For, for all we know, <laughs> she might never be in a superhero movie. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, you're telling me she was? She all right, was? Well, yeah. yeah, the one with the giant stone man in the centre of the earth. In, in, <laughs> in some aspects, she was in the superhero genre. <laughs> I don't think she was 100% there. <laughs> she, yeah, well, maybe she remembers it. Um, the uh, Yeah. I, I think I, her bank account was in the superhero genre. Yeah, for sure. Um, same with Will and Defoe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although he's, he does seem... T- to at least have enjoyed doing um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. whereas it was quite clear that he absolutely hated doing Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was to fund the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I, that was so that he could do the lighthouse. Yeah, I, I've got to do it to pay my rent so I can do more artistic things. Yeah, I don't get paid. Lighthouse. I don't get paid much for uh for uh, the the lighthouse, uh, Robert Eggers is a lovely man, but uh, he can't pay much. Uh, he's got uh, <laughs> just broke. Yeah. Robert Eggers is broke and somehow manages to a, make movies. A horrible uh, Viking addiction. Um, <laughs> he does have a horrible Viking. He's got addiction. a horrible Viking addiction. Uh, he managed, of course, to try and uh, leverage some of the, that collection into into his latest work. Uh, but uh, in the North <laughs> Man. Wait, he collects Vikings. He collects. This is a, his Viking addiction. He's incredibly, uh, incredibly. Uh, uh, he's obsessed with collecting Vikings. Yeah, good that's Lord. why I, I, I thought any guy who's got a, that sort of addiction, I've got to, I got to get close to this guy. I've got to know are, that this guy's. Are you process. accusing Robert Eggers of of some kind of unrealistic human trafficking? No, no. All I the, mean, uh, if. if all the Vikings are happy to be there. Uh, okay, that's good. Because um, otherwise they would have died in the war against the Romans. Yeah. Okay. That's all right then, I guess. Um, he's, he's the one that's missed out on Westerns, actually. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Do you think he would... I guess he would have had that sort of, like, uh, Lee Van Cleef uh, Western baddie vibe, maybe, with yeah. Willem Dafoe. I mean, he got the, he got the sort of, like road uh, warrior kind of road um, bad boy 60s yeah. greaser vibe yeah. and he got a lot of gangster movies which kind of came next mm. um, but like missed out on the westerns missed out on the westerns like he, he would either play a villain like a like a, a black capped villain or a disgruntled barman yeah <laughs> that's yeah. it they're, they're the only roles or or perhaps well I can I can imagine him doing one of those old film the black and white film noir like um, uh, mob bosses yeah you know in the west yeah yeah, yeah like you know that sort of that sort of just just about like, like the problem is that the, the westerns really were colour in, in colour mm. um, m- mostly because it's a fantasy yeah ooh you know you know who I think missed out on a lot of westerns uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Uh, who's Josh Brolin? He, he plays yeah. uh, Thanos. 
Right. Yeah. Doesn't help me that much. I'm just I'm just going through the cast of No Country for Old Men, which is <laughs> which is just a Western set in the modern day. And I'm so just he didn't like, miss out on Westerns. In I, a way. He, he missed out on like the golden age. Yeah, the golden age. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he he was in um, uh, No Country for Old Men and Sicario, which is another modern Western. I think he's been in a, a few others. Um, Jeff Bridges as well. Okay. Jeff yeah, Bridges. I can see that. He's been in a few modern westerns. Um, what's his name? Uh, out of you know, Die Hard. I was going to say Brad Pitt, but it's Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're not doing well on names today. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Bruce Willis was definitely uh, Western fodder. Yeah. Uh, in his time a few decades yeah. uh, previously he would have been all over the west yeah yeah I think so yeah. you know that sort of like understated um, whispered threatening aura oh, yeah. of or a good has. guy yeah yeah John yeah. McClane sounds like no, a western no I mean like what I mean is yeah. like he'd make a great good guy yeah. with that whispered threatening yeah. aura right standing like that's what Clint Eastwood does that, kinda, did. that's what like come in here and just mess around with these people I've got something to say about that I'm Bruce Willis I'm Bruce Willis and the law <laughs> I'm the law in this town I'm the law what, where are, what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> I'm just here at a bar drinking <laughs> never been here before <laughs> just wandering into town just me being Bruce Willis. <laughs> you know what? I think I might buy this town. <laughs> okay, don't start with that. Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> Bruce Willis... He was, was... he was in his own western where he came in and bought a town messed everything up. When I said was talking about Robert Eggers' addictions, yeah. I was being I was being facetious. Yeah, now <laughs> we're talking about real stuff. That, uh, Bruce Willis bought a town. Yep, he did. There's a whole podcast documentary called Haleywood. Yeah, uh, uh, and, the other, and then the other uh, documentary about him. We bought a zoo. Yep, <laughs> I bought a zoo. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the things the animals said about me. So I, <laughs> I bought it and turfed him out into the street. Uh, but I bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why he bought the zoo. <laughs> to turf him out. No, not to run a zoo, but it was just sort of like... It wasn't, wasn't to run a zoo, and it wasn't to free the animals. It was to evict the animals. Yeah, he was, he was he the opposite those, of... He wanted those animals homeless. He was the opposite of, what's his name, the Joe Tiger Man. I kind of like... I wanted to do a film about, about someone who... <laughs> Like you know how how Peter like goes into animal testing facilities and zoo and zoos and stuff and like releases the animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, P E T A. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought you meant just a bloke Peter. called Peter. Yeah, Peter, get it, get in here. <laughs> you want to test the animals, don't you? <laughs> no, yeah, you know how how P E T A like you know the bunch of weirdos. Um, <laughs> they uh, they like just go into like. Well, places where animals are kept yeah yeah um, like zoos and stuff just let them all out yeah doing that but not for the good of the animals because mm. you hate the animals so much you want them homeless <laughs> you just want them in the wild but like not not in the wild so, wild in... so you buy the zoo and put eviction notices on their, all, their, all their cages <laughs> just just hurl them out into a into a very busy highway <laughs> You want to be out in the wild, don't you? 
here's, your, here's, here's a box of all your stuff and mm. it's just like it's just like the, the, the chimpanzee's got like a tyre swing <laughs> chimpanzee doesn't know what to do bunch with bunch of bananas yeah. <laughs> good lord your, your stuff's out on the curb <laughs> get gone I've just thought of someone else uh, I think this is where the bit ends uh, Brian Cranston yeah he missed out on being a, a barman uh, he did <laughs> a he, yeah definitely a, yeah, just a saloon just owner just a kind of middling guy the, yeah. the, 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 the <laughs> farmer who's asking for uh, asking for help because the bandits are coming through every day and killing yeah. and rustling his cattle he, he missed out on that yeah he missed yeah. out on that wrong <laughs> lifetime he missed out on he missed out on background ba- bit parts for life yeah <laughs> He, he missed out on uh, on bartender number two. Yep. Um, in in the shadow over Innsmouth, <laughs> the western, <laughs> the western H.P. Lovecraft song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just tried to come up with a western <laughs> title off the top of my head, but <laughs> instead. Something, something just came to me. It Brian was... Cranston would be, very much be doing the job that. Um, the guy who plays the shovel man in Home Alone. Yes. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. He was in so many westerns and uh, so many, like, um, bit part movies where he was the guy who's like, get out of our town! Yeah. You're bringing the bandits to us! <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So, so what's your favourite western? What's my favourite? I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, I would say it really depends on what a western, what you, what you, well, well, I think it depends on what you are willing to agree is a western. Yeah, well, what, what, what's a, what makes you smile when I say the word western? What brings fond memories back? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's if it's not a western or not. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if it's not a western. Just if I say western, yeah. what, what's the first thing you think of? What makes you smile? Uh, yeah. Um. There's a lot of half-remembered, like uh, old old Western war movies that yeah. I sort of half watched and didn't understand what was going on, and you know, in that in in, in that era. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like, but, but what? Like it, it's it's simpler than that, Matt. Yeah. What? Literally, <laughs> what? When I say Western, what's the first? I've already film? spoken about it because it's yeah. like it's it's, it's, it's Shanghai, it's Noon. Shanghai Noon or yeah. something, right? Like it's it's the stuff that's or Wild Wild West or the stuff that's like <laughs> silly. Take, that I grew up with that are Silliness. takes off of, yeah. of the genre, um, and I don't think that's necessarily like the ideal. Yeah, you know um, the ideal western. Uh, I, I watched Good, the Bad, and the Ugly very late, but I do love it. I yeah. think it's a really fun, a fun movie. Apart from that bit in the middle, um, <laughs> what <laughs> most of the movie? Uh, no, <laughs> it just gets very navel gazy about the American Civil War. Oh yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, we're down in the trenches, and it's it's really bad for us, <laughs> and they're all dying. Yeah, and it's like. Yep, they are all dying. We're yeah. going to show that, That's and it. then we're going to play some really sad trumpet music for quite a long time <laughs> over a very slow panning shot. Yeah, it's a three-hour movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long movie. An hour of that movie is trumpet panning. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to think of my western movie. Yeah. Uh, I spike it. Spike it. Yeah, it's my my best western one. All right. Um, <laughs> I think Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid probably yeah. my favourite one have you seen that? no no uh, that's, that's worth a watch 
because it's like you, you may think it's like a boring western, mm. but it's actually really entertaining. Yeah, in, uh, in a fun. fun a way. lot of them are right. Yeah. Like a lot of them are pretty boring. Like people <laughs> people standing around a campfire and then saying we're going to have to make it up, up to that ridge, and they're like, no, there's engines on that ridge. Let's and then, let's go over here yeah. for some frosty chocolate milkshake. <laughs> that's no, that's the Simpsons. That's that is the Simpsons. That's not but, but it's that kind of vibe. Yeah, with with the got to go over here to. Uh, we better make it up to that ridge before sundown, otherwise the uh, the the bad guys, whoever, whatever incarnation of the bad guys are, they'll be on us before dawn. I don't think I've ever watched a film with John Wayne in being a western. No. Uh, I, I, like he did hundreds of them. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it's hard to know where to start, really, isn't it? Yeah, and each one of them looks like trash. <laughs> it's, it's not particularly pretty. They all look like they they follow roughly the same plot. Yeah, and and but and by by they look like trash. I mean they look definitely like they've been shot on a studio, mm. right? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid looks like it's been shot on location in yeah. these places, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's yeah. great for it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, like Good Bad and the Ugly. Yeah. Is definitely yeah, yeah. shot on location because yeah. locations are like a huge part of what it is. I, I don't think they ever went indoors in, in the good, the bad, the movie. It's just set outside. That's the one, in, there's a bit in the the bath. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Let's, let's, let's pitch some it's western a bit movies. In a train. Try and rob a train at one point. Yeah, yeah. Let's pitch some western movies. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so from Tin and Glass, we've got the exasperated saloon keeper. The exasperated, exasperated, sarsaparilla. Yeah, yeah. The saloon keeper who's who's bored of of giving out sarsaparilla. He's yeah. getting too much sarsaparilla in return. Oh well, he's also exasperated of of having a load of bar fights. Happen. Yeah, I would every other week. Every other fucking week. Yeah, every other week, another bar fight smashes through the saloon doors. Uh, the tables go on end. There's broken glass everywhere. There, the the um the the piano player, the ragtime piano player, keeps playing. Yeah, In yeah. fact, plays faster. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he gets too excited. That's like a relationship we have in this. Yeah. Is that um I'm gonna say uh, uh Sandra Bullock, who's the exas- exasperated uh, saloon keeper. Yeah. Um is is like what? Why do you always uh? uh Play faster whenever they start fighting. Well, Central Bullock's character. Whenever people start fighting, I just, I just, I just <laughs> get excited and just keep on playing faster and faster. And the more I keep playing, the more they keep fighting. It's a, it's a vicious circle. They get all you're doing is making them more excited. It's a, it's a shame you can't fire me, Sandra Bullock's character, because because I own part of this saloon. Because <laughs> you, you're dead for you've been dead for twenty years. You're hard to harm the place. Yes. <laughs> I think she that's physically a, that's, can't kick him that's out. a reveal. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's, that's like I wish I could fire you, Jimmy, but you've been working here since my dad passed. Since before my dad passed, you know, and and her dad, who owned yeah. the saloon before, you know, had a similar relationship with Jimmy, who's played by um, uh, what's his name, uh, does mo- a lot of movies with like uh, Will Ferrell, um, 
did did the Sherlock Holmes with him? Oh, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's John, that, that's that's Billy the, uh, the 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 piano player, the ragtime piano player. <laughs> so so I, I really like the idea of of Sandra Bullock having to fork out thousands of dollars to to, to carpenters to yeah. make new tables to fix stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I think at some point she discovers mm. something that can. Like kind of turn back the clock yeah. on 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 the um, on the fight, right? Yeah. It feels like she's living. In a, we 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 set this theme where she feels like she's living in a time loop. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I, like because I don't mean this is going to be a time loop movie. Yeah. We can do whatever we want with it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it feels like you know it's that kind of like taxi driver feel. Yes. Right. Where it, you get the same thing over and over again. She's mundanity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, there's a point in which she's walking through the. Uh, walking through the saloon in slow-mo yeah. and just like beers are flying in front of her face and yeah. she's just like what is my life <laughs> um, I think we're saying it uh, might be in the deleted scenes but we're saying about how like ghost towns appear in yes western because yeah. there's no there's no like resources everyone's to mine everyone's moved on from from whatever's like uh, the, the the water hole dried up the, yeah. the creeks dried up the uh, everyone caught dysentery and I, and I love the idea of this town in constant flux because new carpenters are co- it's a carpentry boom <laughs> in this town new yeah. covers are coming in to, to constantly compete for prices yes for, <laughs> to build new tables and chairs and because, because it's such a the town it's, it's, it's like it, it was a pretty boom town already yeah right because there's people walking through with all their riches from from the gold rush yeah. and they're coming back to the city and they come through this place and because they're all like hopped up on that adrenaline uh, from from mining and from getting out of that place and from they, what they know what they want to do in the city they're all they're very fighty right yes. so they all come through and they're all fight they're all fighting anyway so that's happening meanwhile carpenters are being brought to the town to deal <laughs> with that yeah and I think at one point we have a fight that's just carpenters. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's hammers, saws, everything. <laughs> In the saloon, and they they end up like fixing their own damage. Yeah. So this is just the this is just the 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 kind of go to thing of what this film's doing. Yeah. What does she do to try and change it? I think at some point she finds a, an old book. Yeah. Right? That can like fix everything that was broken, undo the damage that was broken. Yeah. Um, like and so she she sort of uh she you know, reads this spell, this old sort of like pre uh pre settling over here, kind of like an old trunk belonging to a to a dad that was like you know, or someone out <laughs> in the it's, woods. It's these, or... it's these gold tablets she finds yeah. <laughs> buried in the desert. <laughs> buried in the desert. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like because I think there's got to be a, le- a, a hubris right yeah there has to be a level of like I need this to change and I think like undoing the damage that was done like what happens is maybe it is a time loop movie in, in a way in that when she on the day she does it it's the biggest fight of all. Yeah. Someone really really bad gets shot and killed. Yes. Right. Um, I, I think I think the fact that 
in some of these fights, bandits just die. Yeah, like real bad guys yeah. just die. And I th- and, and they get chucked guys... out into the chucked out into the creek. Yeah, uh, like not buried properly in the mm. you know it's because they, they get unmarked graves out the back. Sort of. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It it kind of feels like um, there's a graphic novel. I think they're adapting into a movie. Um, so I think there was news about adapting to a movie, but it's called Seconds. It's by a guy who did Scott Pilgrim, and it's about a girl runs a restaurant and uh like a lot of shit happens this one day and she gets uh she finds something under the floorboards of this old building that the restaurant is where she, where she lives i think as well and it says um eat one mushroom write down your mistake awake anew and it's like she wakes up the next morning like as though nothing happened mm-hmm. or, or like it just she's going from universe to universe where these things just didn't happen right uh, and it just sort of escalates and stuff like that so i like the idea of like she she um she wants to rebuild the saloon but without yeah. having to spend money so it's, it's kind of like i want to undo what was done yes right and in this fight one really really bad guy was shot and killed by the law yeah um and uh like when she but but also in doing so they did irreparable da- irreparable damage to her dad's old clock yeah and like a lot of the stuff that she has in there that she keeps out of reach yeah but like the gunshot went straight through like uh, the only <laughs> thing she has to remember him by it's in that is is in trying to fix that and looking through that that she finds this old book yeah. that came over where, like during the the Ooh. war for independence oh oh i like the idea of like a traveling uh, snake oil salesman sure who's got that book right yeah you know he, he just sort of like she's brushing all the dirt outside yeah onto like the... trying to trying to fix her, her like like she's having a little having a little cry because you know like there's uh, there's there's damage to done to the furniture yeah and then there's stuff like that she can't replace yeah yeah and, um, and she it's just like just had a bad day everyone's yeah. fighting again it's like every day there's yeah. another fight in and this, this western one was town. way worse this one broke like yeah. all my all my dad's shit. Oh, oh maybe a... maybe the fight was even worse today because oh because the snake oil salesman had started like you know flinging the, his wares and it, it got them all hopped up or whatever. No, I, I I quite like the idea that maybe we find that out later on. Yeah, but I like the idea of just this this quiet moment where she's yeah. just like oh fuck, just brushing dust out onto yeah. onto the road uh, from the porch you know through the through the swinging doors or mm-hmm. whatever, and we just is. And this wagon come yeah. in and it's just like, hey there, looks like you've had a bad day. Well, I've got someone for you. And it's it's kind of like, uh, there's a weird episode of The Twilight Zone that's like this. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, hey, here, you need to drink this and it'll, uh, it'll make your hand go real steady for when you shoot this guy. And you got to drink it 30 seconds before you shoot, otherwise it won't work, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And he, he's just sort of like, here, read, read some of these spells later on. They're on at night, and you'll, you'll wake up, and it'll be like your saloon never, uh, net. It'll be like, like your saloon never brand happened. new. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she's like, nah, forget it, old man. He's like, first time's free, and she does it. Yeah, and she's like, fucking hell, this is brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. Um, or like, uh, not not first time's free. It's mm. just like completely free. Mm. It's like, what's yeah. the catch? And I'm just like no catch you just get everything back that you lost yeah like it's, it's sort of a mincing of words mm-hmm, kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she does it goes to bed like everything's brand new like what the hell yeah like John C. Rye is like woo 
<laughs> I've been playing all night because <laughs> I forgot he was a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we had that bit of the fucking yeah. film. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think the idea of like they buried like a load of bandits. Yeah. In in the in unmarked graves behind the uh, behind the, the the thing. Yeah. Near, near the near the marshes or whatever, yeah. and uh, they've also buried a few like sheriffs and and good folk as well. Yeah, and I quite like the idea that the it it kind of turns into like thriller. Yeah, one night where it's just the zombie zombie cowboys and the zombie bandits. Yeah, for sure, all come in and stop beating <laughs> each other up. And John C. Ryder the ghost just like, well, howdy boys, <laughs> welcome back. Um, and I think that, like the, the reason I was like I think that you know maybe her her dad who used to own this saloon like mm. was involved in this is like that's how John C. Riley got to where he is yeah right is like that her dad fell into the same trap yes right yeah and to try and bring his best mate the 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 piano player back yeah who died in one of these in one of these bar fights and I I think. I think it's got something to do with John C. Riley's ghost. Yeah, because he's playing the music, okay. and that's what's that's making him fight. Him into, okay, yeah. I I think I think there's got to be a way of um, the, in that book. I think there's a way of unbreaking the spell, which is what she uh, doesn't. Okay, want. so here we are. This is the, this this is my like Jumanji sense kicking in, right? Yeah. I, I still when I want to solve this problem, I don't think I don't think about what I want mechanically to happen. I think about what's the theme here, yeah. right? And I think the theme is she's the only thing keeping this dead town yeah. alive. Yeah, right. People are only coming in to fight because they know they have memories of fighting in this this saloon, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, otherwise, it's like you said, a ghost town, yeah. right? She's hanging on to her memory of her dad. Yeah, right. Um, uh, through his antique, you know, clock that yeah. she was had that was the, and the the ghost piano player. <laughs> the reason the reason she cast the spell, yeah, or you know, yeah, yeah, the reason she cast the spell was because she wanted to restore his memory. Yeah, right. What she needs to past. do is move on to a different town and start yeah. a business elsewhere. Yeah. So like when everything starts coming back, including her dad back from the dead. Yeah. Um, like she has to uh start like using the. Uh, the barricade and yeah I think that memory of, of Billy the the, the, um, piano the piano player is the thing like spurring everyone into violence <laughs> um, and she has to help Billy move on as well well so she does a reverse spell which is what she doesn't want at the beginning yeah but like that reverse spell because that's what he did to yeah. get Billy to come back yeah um, it gets rid of him yeah and uh, and and the the saloon collapses in on itself or she walks out of the saloon and it's like the whole town's like no one ever lived there yeah well, or all, hadn't lived there for decades I think all the all the all the zombies who are fighting during yeah. that like in the uh, big saloon fight but because they're also from the the um uh Revolutionary War because mm. it goes back ages they're from the Revolutionary War they're like soldiers or they, they are from the Civil War yeah. so they've got soldiers of both stripes yeah. 
shooting at each other in the like it, it's gotten worse it's not a yeah. bar fight it's anymore like a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of yeah they're thing, all right? they're all these zombies who are just like destroying everything there's heads going around and, and as still she's, talking as she's and like stuff. hiding under a, ta- a card table yeah uh, and, and reading out this spell yeah um, and um, she and as she sort of like scoops out the, the, the um, saloon doors um, they all slump back down into chairs mm. as the whole uh, thing just collapses on uh, on top of them yeah. you, like, and, and sinks into the ground oh that's cool that that's like uh, it's, it's like it's like Pirates of the Caribbean or yeah, something yeah like a, like, a, like a sort of ghost story uh, kind of cursed thing yeah oh that's that's cool I didn't expect to get that from the exasperated <laughs> saloon keepers <laughs> no, me neither <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.